Welcome back to Trip of Change, the Jackie Robinson Show podcast. Trip of Change is a weekly podcast hosted by Jackie Robinson and produced by Dana Bach with some of the top thought leaders in the areas of LGBTQIA+, use of pronouns, gender identity, voting rights, intergenerational conversations, news, and feature interviews with industry leaders. Our goal is to provide listeners with key takeaways and actionable advice for having a better understanding of the people we interact with around the world. Let's start the show. Hey, girl. Hey. hey how you doing? Oh, I'm good. Okay. Give me just a quick second. Okay. Hope she's getting something good. Hey, 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 how hey, you? hey, you? hey, hey, you hey, 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 and talk about uh, um, Trip of Change, a podcast hosted by uh, Jackie Robinson, that's me, and uh, the show producer and co-host, which is Miss Bach, Dana Bach, and we'll get her back on in a minute. Uh, but again, welcome, welcome to anyone and everyone who is listening today. Uh, for our what sees this is uh episode um season two episode uh, five I believe it is yes and we are celebrating uh National Women's History Month that is the topic for the month of March and uh, we were going to be featuring we're going to be featuring uh today we're going to be talking about black women, uh, historical black women in politics leading up to our feature for today, which is Kamala Harris. Yes, we're going to be talking about Miss Harris today. There's Miss Bach. Are you back? I don't see you. <laughs> I can't see you. I can't see you. Going to have to work on that. But um, we rolled the tape. And so the first thing we need to do is some administrative stuff. And so we're going to show you um, our disclaimer. And the disclaimer simply is that any video that we show you contains some sensitive, make, contains some sensitive information. The sole purpose behind making this podcast video is to spread love and information. We hope it will increase your knowledge and understanding about the LGBTQIA plus community. But today's episode is more or less dealing with uh, historical black women in politics. Now, 
The video content has been a made has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. Triple Change does not make any representation or warranties with respect to the accuracy, applicability, fitness, or completeness of the video content. Triple Change does not warrant the performance, effectiveness, or applicability of any sites listed or linked to in any of the video content. Triple Change hereby disclaims any and all liability to any party for any direct, any direct, indirect rather, implied, punitive, special, incidental, or other consequential damages arising directly or indirectly from any use of the video content, which is provided as is, and without warranties. And we encourage you to go out to triplechange.com. We're on Instagram at triplechange. We're on Facebook at triplechange. And if you have an idea or want to be a guest on the show, uh, be sure to email producer.dana at tripofchange.com. All right. So that takes care of the administrative portion of um the broadcast and um let me see give me a second here okay okay miss dana uh oh there you are okay let me get you back are you there you froze Keep freezing. On. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I you I see movement. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm yes, I can hear course. you. Not gonna move. Okay. Good. <laughs> it's really stormy here today. So on stormy days, okay. our Wi-Fi is not so good. So. Well. That's what happens when you have a big, fabulous mansion up in the hills, surrounded by trees <laughs> out there in Portland, almost close to Fort uh, uh, Mount Hood. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. That's up in the right. Mountains. That, yes, yes, yeah, up yes. in the mountains. Yeah, but now well, you I look good, girl. Happy to be here. Thank you for waiting okay. for me. <laughs> yes, you're yes. welcome. The lighting is good. Thank you, hot. Okay, I have to be real careful. You know what happens. <laughs> I do. I love to, I love Wednesday afternoons. That's what yes, half the yes, fun is. Yes. Yes. So yes. I've already done the um the disclaimer. Okay. Um, and um, so now I, I want to do this. We're gonna talk about our uh sponsor, our sponsor for our triple change podcast with Jackie Robinson is healthfulessence.com and they are a vegan actually a Caribbean soulful vegan vegetarian restaurant here in Atlanta in the West End and they offer uh, discounts when you order online with an app called Clover and so Mama Princess and uh, Chef uh, Quadro over there at Healthful Essence would be glad 
to hear from you and stop by their restaurant for some soul food. You, as a matter of fact, you can see they've got all of this is vegetarian food, but it's got a Caribbean and soulful flair. And I want to give a shout out to my brother who is the um, raw chef at the restaurant. It was his birthday on Monday. And so we took a trip, a change to the um, Georgia Aquarium. We had never, ever been to the Georgia Aquarium here in Atlanta. And it was fabulous. I spent four hours at the aquarium, okay, doing all kinds of uh, viewing of the different animals and the different um, species of plants and whatnot and coral. So it was an amazing trip. And then we went out to dinner to a vegan restaurant that he wanted to try. So again, our sponsor is Helpful Essence. You can check them out at helpfulessence.com. And get a discount when you order food using the Clover app. Thank you, Helpful Essence. And also Thank we you. should say that you can buy their cookbooks. So if even if you're not in the greater Atlanta area, you can go online and order their cookbooks. Oh, wonderful. Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, Miss Princess has two cookbooks. that. Uh, and Dana, when I was at the uh, country club, I had a copy of her book in my office and one of the chefs wanted to take a look at it and see if he could duplicate some of her, uh, her items in that cookbook. So yeah. And also they have a following that is international. Um, they have people that come from all around the world to, um, uh, to their restaurant. So thank you again, helpful essence. And thank you, Dana, for that reminder about Miss princess's cookbook. Yes, I know what my dad's getting for Father's Day for sure. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, exactly. put a soul exactly. in it. Yeah, put a little soul in it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh huh. So again, we encourage you to uh, go out um to our website. Here it is, right here. Support us at triplechange.com. We've got a cash app where we accept donations that we will use for a nonprofit organization. Um, we're on Instagram at Trip of Change. On YouTube, go out and subscribe to our Trip of Change YouTube uh, channel. We'd like to see you there. Okay. And, um, and uh, again, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. Okay. All right. So, uh, I want to talk about how, how was your day? It was good. It was busy. Yes. Very, very busy. I, I want to talk about why we're wearing Brown. Yes. Talk about why we wearing Brown today. Yes. Uh, well, am I going to leave that? Well, let's do this first. Let's talk okay. about the National History, uh, Women's History Month. And then I'm going right. to touch on some um, historical Black women in politics, okay? And then Great. we'll round it off with our feature for today, which is Kamala Harris. And then we'll explain to you why we're wearing brown and something, and something that we want you all to do as well. So let's get into uh, National History Month. Okay. Now, during the month of March, we give a little extra attention to all of the amazing accomplishments 
of strong, determined women since 1987, the United States has formally recognized March as National History Month. Now, Women's History Month celebrates the often overlooked contributions of women in history, society, and culture. It has been annually observed in the United States and other countries, including the United Kingdom and Australia. The month-long commemoration started with Women's History Day in 1978, organized by the school district of Sonoma, California. Hundreds of students participated in the essay competitions. Many presentations were given and a, even a parade was held in Santa Rosa. Isn't that where they have the Rose Parade? I think that's Pasadena. Oh, Pasadena. Okay. Yeah. Down idea, south. I'm sorry, baby. I think down Southern California. They're down in well, Southern California. Northern California. Yeah. So yeah, Northern California. Okay. The idea caught on and a few years later, school districts, communities, organizations, in, in other words, it blew up all over the United States. And March 8th was uh, designated as National Women's History Week. And then Congress forwarded a solution establishing a national observance, okay? And so on this particular website, which is nationaltoday.com, you can go out to this website and you'll see they have um, how it started, 1920, women win the right to vote. 1981, mm -hmm. a woman's place is in the court where Sandra Day O'Connor is the first woman appointed to the United States Supreme Court. Uh, 1983, women go to infinity and beyond where Sally Ride became the yeah. first woman in space. Woohoo! And then 2016, I'm with her. I think that was a hashtag, I'm with her, where Hillary Rodden Clinton is the first woman to be nominated for president by a major uh, political party. And so on this page, it talks about why do we celebrate History Month, who is the founder of uh, Women's History which was the American nonprofit organization, National Women's History Alliance. Um, and then they also offer different ways that you can observe for the rest of the month, because today is just what, March the 2nd. Right. Something in writing, have a girl's lunch, read up on women's history. Um, and here are five powerful facts about women. Oh, this should be interesting, Dana. Women have always been present. Women have always been present in the military, temporarily and voluntarily. And voluntarily. Army Nurses Corps was created in 1901. Um, 1900, married women were allowed to own property. Oh, my goodness. In their own what name and keep their own money. Yes. 1900s. Okay. The first college to accept women was Salem College, founded in 1772. And who runs the world? That I think that was a song by Beyonce. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, that was a song by Beyonce. Who runs the world? So listen, more than 30% of all businesses today are owned uh, and run by women. Right. Right. So that is 
the national um national uh women's history month uh history uh you know, i have to say one little tidbit i'm from salem oregon and um i never knew that salem university was one of the first institutions to allow women to attend uh, to get a higher education so that's i'm learning something today 1772 so girl you yeah. want a triple change exactly <laughs> right and that's yes. what this podcast is about a trip of change and as we say it's not always physical it could be a mental mental trip, a mental trip of change yes yes yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's all kinds of things that uh, go on in oregon um, in your state, um, that could be historical. Up then, then you have uh, who was the female assemblywoman? Or, um, she was a representative. What was her name in Portland in PDX? Did we meet her together? Mm, I don't think so, but I know um, as part of mm, some of the work that I was doing with the city of Portland, there I got a chance to meet her. Um, she was a possibly. Loretta Smith? Oh, no. oh, she was from the north side, right? On the other side yes. of the bridge. Yes. No, that was the, the black woman, right? Yes. Okay. I don't think, I mean, this was a, a white woman that I, uh, she was a political powerhouse yes. there in Portland. Well, we'll look it up. We'll look it up later on. <laughs> we'll look it up later on. But, um, what I want, what where we're going to go now is I want to talk about um, black women in um, political history, the history of some of these women in politics. And so I'm going to start over here. We've got these two. Uh, do you recognize any of these women? Yes, I know um, uh, the woman, on, I'm forgetting her name, the woman on the left is was very much involved in um, the women's uh, um, movement with um, Gloria Steinem. Uh, on the left is yes. Shirley Anita Chisholm. Yes, that's who she is. Yes. yes. Born in 1924 to January 1, 2005, she was an American politician an educator and author. In 1968, she became the first black woman elected to the United States Congress. In 1972, she became the first black candidate for a major party nomination for president of the United States. Yes. And the first woman to run for the Democratic Party's nomination. Born in Brooklyn, New York, she spent a critical portion of her childhood in Barbados. Who else we know from Barbados? That would be Rihanna. <laughs> I'm getting a pop quiz today. A yes. pop quiz today. Okay. I Got to practice it. Uh -huh. Okay, we'll drink to that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, that's where her family was from. And so she considered herself a Barbadian American. Back in the United States, uh, Miss Chisholm studied and worked in early childhood education, becoming involved in local Democratic Party politics in the 50s 
and in 1964, overcoming some resistance because she was a woman, she was elected to the New York State Assembly. Four years later, she was elected to Congress where she led expansion of food and nutrition programs for the poor and rose to party leadership. And we celebrate Miss Chisholm because this woman had to really fight during her nomination or her rise or her or her um, desire to be nominated as the presidential candidate from for the Democratic Party. She caught all kind of hell, Dana, from men, all kinds of men, all the men. They just weren't ready uh, for a woman ready. at that time. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she didn't let anyone stop her. She just went ahead and did what she wanted to do. Kept Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. And then uh, on the right is Barbara Jordan, born February the 21st, 1936, until January the 17th, 1996. Now, she was an American lawyer educator and politician who was a leader in the civil rights movement, a Democrat. She was the first African-American elected to the Texas Senate after reconstruction. And I heard that word reconstruction. I had to say, what year again was she born in? 1936. Okay. Yes. And she was the first Southern African-American woman elected to the United States House of Representatives. Jordan is known for her eloquent opening statement at the House Judiciary Committee hearings during the impeachment process of Richard Nixon. I don't know, maybe some of you young ones don't remember that, but I, I, I remember that. And that's one of the things that I remembered about her is the eloquent way in which she spoke. It commanded your attention. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, in 1976, she became the first African-American and the first woman to ever deliver a keynote address at a Democratic National Convention. That's okay. awesome. Yes. Awesome. She received the Presidential Medal of Freedom, among numerous other uh, uh, honors, and she was the first African-American woman, check this out, to be buried in the Texas State Cemetery. Mm. Yes, interesting. All right, now, oh. I, I also remember this lady. Uh, this is Carolyn on the left is Carol Elizabeth Mosley Braun. Yes. Okay. Also sometimes just uh, uh, referred to as Mosley Braun. Born August the 16th, 1947. She is a former U.S. Senator, mm -hmm. an American diplomat, politician, and lawyer who represented Illinois in the United States from 1993 to 1999. Prior to her Senate tenure, Mosley Braun was a member of the U.S. House of Representatives. She was elected to the U.S. Senate in 1992 after defeating Senator Alan Dixon in a Democratic primary. Yes, and yeah. I was on Capitol Hill during 92 to 94 when she was there. It was a very exciting time. 
Oh, okay. then you then you can relate. Then you yes, can relate. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, she served one term in the Senate and was defeated by Republican Peter Fitzgerald in 1998. However, Mosley Braun was the first African-American woman elected to the U.S. Senate. Mm -hmm. The first African-American U.S. Senator from the De Democratic Party. The first woman to defeat an incumbent U.S. Senator in an election. And the first female U.S. Senator from Illinois. That's a lot of firsts. A lot of firsts. That's a exactly. lot of firsts. And, and, yes. and, and as I read read her bio there, Dana, I got to thinking, you know, again, this is the last of my 60s, been on this planet, on walking the earth plane for for about almost 69 years. Couple and I've had years. some firsts. I've had, in my career and in my lifetime, I've had some firsts. Okay, we'll get into that later when, when maybe we highlight uh, Jackie Robinson uh, later <laughs> on down the line. <laughs> Yes. Uh, you uh, were you the first at, at your advertising agency to retire early? No, by no means. Uh -huh. No. Okay. I have to go back in history to see where my where I where I've had some firsts, but uh uh we'll share that later. Okay. Yes. And and the last person we want to highlight as a black woman in politics. Is Stacy Yvonne Abrams? We're bringing yes. it up to the current time. All right, born December the 9th, 1973. She is an American politician, a lawyer, a voting rights activist, and author who served in the Georgia House of Representatives from 2007 to 2017, serving as minority leader for several years. A member of the Democratic Party, Abrams founded Fair Fight Action, an, organi an organization to address voter suppression. Check this out, Dana. In 2018, oh, that's when she uh that's when they started the Fair Fight Action. But now look, a voting rights activist, her efforts have been widely credited with boosting voter turnout in Georgia, including the 2020 presidential election where Joe Biden narrowly won Georgia. Okay. Right. Um, and in 20, uh, or the U.S. Senate election and special election, which gave Democrats control over the Senate. Now, yes. Abrams was the Democratic nominee in 2018's Georgia gubernatorial election, becoming the first African-American female majority party gubernatorial nominee in the United States. She lost that election to a Republican, Brian Kemp, but she refused to concede. Why? Because she accused Kemp of engaging in voter suppression as the Georgia Secretary of State. In February 2019, Abrams became the first African-American woman to deliver a response to the State of the Union address. Now, on December the 1st, just as last year, 2021, 
she announced she would run for governor again in the 2022 Georgia gubernatorial election. And I, Jackie Robinson, Triple Change, has volunteered to work with her campaign. So great. I love it. I'm going to come out and we'll canvas together. I, that would be fun, Dana. Yeah. Yes. That would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. We'll make it yep. happen. Yep. Yep. And I think, you know, from um, from reading about these women, a lot of firsts, okay? Um, you yes. know, it, it takes a lot of courage and bravery to persevere and to continue when you have naysayers, you know, or things may not look like it's going your way. Um, but that's what it takes, uh, not only to be a first, but to succeed, period. Wouldn't you agree? I do. In politics, there's a pecking order often. Uh, and uh, the um, those in power decide like who should be running next, who should be the person to take those seats um, or take a shot at that seat. Uh, and um, the leadership likes to be the one in control of that. And sometimes a lot of the stories you're telling of all these women, they're like, no, it's my time. You know, I mean, I don't know if um, they had champions, uh, as, but I would assume that they might have had some more people say, hey, maybe it's not your turn. And um, they decided that it was and they made history. And that's really, really impactful. Well, that was the case of Shirley Chisholm because Jesse yes. Jackson and, and some of the other um, religious leaders in the in the in the black community did not feel like it was her time, right? Um, and and so she's catching she's catching it from both ends. But again, you know, when you are determined um, to do something and you have a goal in mind, nothing is going to stop you from Ooh. continuing on your path on your journey. You yes. have ancestors who are praying for you and watching over you. You have those supporters that tell you to keep going. Don't stop. Okay. And yes. um, that's part of the trip of change. Okay. Because uh, I could have retired and, and, and put all this internet stuff down because I've been doing it for a long time. Um, but as a retiree, I've gotten to the point now where I'd be okay not doing it, but you know, thanks to you, Dana, and our trip to Las Vegas, um, and you saying, you know what, girl, we ought to do this trip of change. We ought to do this tri trip of change. You know, yes. you're so good with people. You know, we're picking up the uh, banter again, and we're and we're doing it again. We're, we're out here, and we've got a good cause. The cause yes. is as you go and as you live, think about it. You experience a change, a mental change, a psychological change, a physical change, a relationship change, a spiritual change, just a food change, mm -hmm. a weight change, a health change, a relationship change, all kind of changes going on. Exactly. And, uh, I always say that uh, time and change are the two constants in our life and that time moves forward with or without us. So change should be the same. We should be progressing with the change. Um, and uh, and you know, there's you know buildings that are torn down in the cities we live in that we're like, oh gosh, you know, but then something else goes up and that's just the evolution of change. 
Uh, some, some of it you can see with your eyes, like architecture, other things you have to really work on, um, on your, on yourself. And uh, that's what we're doing here. Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. And so we encourage you, um, to, uh, support the show by, um, signing up, go out to triplechange.com and, and, and register your email address. Um, uh, also we're on Instagram, triple train chip trip of change and definitely go out to our youtube channel and subscribe subscribe and get your friends and family everybody to subscribe so you can go back and watch these episodes okay all right now speaking of uh change i want to get into um our feature uh let me go back over here and then do this one, two, our feature. Yes. Okay. Kamala Harris. Yes. Now, how do we, yeah, let's drink to that. Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Cheers to that. Yes. Cheers, Miss Kamala. Now, um, the subject of this particular episode changed we were going to talk about, of course, we talked about National Women's History Month because that's what March is. And then we had a subtopic where we were going to discuss um, uh, teens and, and health, mental health and wellness. But a couple of things happened recently that made me want to, ch- made us want to change our minds and select a different subject. Okay. And let me see if I can find it, Dana. Yeah. Uh, great about this format is that we we had a plan Monday, we fine tuned it Tuesday, and then we scratched it Wednesday. Yeah, and there's something now. So it's uh, 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 it's always a work in progress. And uh, but what we're trying to do is learn from the day. And uh, something came up that uh, Jackie was very passionate about. I was very passionate about that. We wanted to research a little bit more and, and share with um, with everybody. Yes. So let me start with this. Um, let's see. It says, for the first time, two women are seated behind the president during a state of the union address. Okay. There she is in a brown suit and um, Nancy Pelosi in a a blue suit. History was made at the U.S. Capitol on Tuesday. For the first time, two women were seated on the platform behind the president during the the state of the union address. Vice President Kamala Harris and Speaker House Speaker Nancy Pelosi sat behind Biden during his joint address to Congress uh, last year. That was last year. And then this was this year. Okay. That was this year. Yeah. All right. So she's got her brown suit on, right? Then let's go over here. Let's see, where is it? Um, and this is what got my pantyhose in a bunch. Okay, this right here. Let's see if I got it. All right. It says 
Kamala Harris State of the Union suit deemed a faux pas. Okay, that means, what does that mean in French? Something that no, you weren't no. supposed to do? A no-no, yes. A no-no, okay? Yes. Let's put it in perspective. They, some people say it was a no-no for her, her to wear a brown suit. So, um, and then what I find also interesting, Dana, is, is who, look at these women over here. Lauren Bobert and who is this other one? Marjorie these, Taylor. Yes. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor Green. Now, here you are at the State of the Union address with the President of the United States. You've got uh, two women the uh, house speaker and the vice president and you decide that you're going to break protocol and heckle the president during his speech. It, it just, it just seemed wrong. It just seemed out of place for that to be happening. You know, um, it's, it's women's history month. Here we are making history. history. Yes. Right. And then you got these two who are acting childish, who are acting like kindergartners. Okay. And this is what I find interesting about it too, Dana, is that when uh, President Obama gave a State of the Union address, somebody hollered out on the Republican uh, side, liar. Okay. I don't know if you remember that. Okay. But here's, here's, what, here's, here's the thing. If there are no consequences, no serious consequences for you disrupt being disruptive, then that just opens it up for other people to to come along and do the same thing. And in the case of President Obama, it was a man. And then in this case, it's two women. It, it just it just doesn't seem right. Well, I think if you take it down to the core, um, you know, what I always think about it this way, like, what do I want to teach my kids, you know, and it's that heckling is not appropriate on any level. And it's especially at the highest level um, of, of government in this land. And uh, from the days that I was in DC, um, we would argue with a different staffer about, you know, not supporting your boss's energy bill, but it was civil and respectful and you agreed to disagree uh, for the most part. I mean, it wasn't like it was a personal assault and the movement of the uh, concept that you can, on the one of the world's biggest stage, you know, openly heckle um, a president that is, you know, trying to bring unity to the nation is, was, was really unfortunate. Uh, and I hope uh, what I try to teach my children also is accountability. You know, you have to be accountable for your actions, your words and your actions define you. And right. that is a really big lesson to learn. And I think that time will tell with these two individuals. Um, they made that choice and it, you know, who will see, you know, we'll see what happens um, during the next election cycle. But uh, um, what we have to do is constantly put the good energy forward saying heckling is not appropriate. And 
your words and your actions define you. You've got to be able to stand behind what you do. Correct. Yes. And think before you speak, because once the words leave your mouth, there's no way to grab them and bring them back. Right. Okay. I have a really good friend who uh, his dad's advice to him uh, is never miss an opportunity to be silent. <laughs> I like that a lot when it comes to family, but when it comes to politics, I don't agree with it as much because I think we need to speak out for what we believe is just and right. Um, uh, that is not the case uh, for those uh, hecklers last night, but um, uh, I, I do sometimes with family stuff, just stay quiet. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sometimes it's, it's good to keep a tight lip. Yep, yep. Good to keep a tight lip. So I found this quote on this today, too, that um, was from the Hill Reporter that said, remember when the Republicans had a fit over President Barack Obama's tan suit, right? Yes. Right. Back, so let's back out. At this time, the target is Vice President Kamala Harris and the right yes. daring to wear a brown suit to the State of the Union. And she had a, a Ukraine yellow uh, 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 ribbon on. Um, so it's just the hypocrisy of the situation is, is, is mind blowing. It's mind blowing. So let's add this. Let's add this. Okay. So, uh, here we have, you talked about it. Deja vu. People are losing it over vice president Kamala Harris's, uh, suit colors. And it says, remember when the Republicans had a fit, they, oh, they had a fit when president Obama wore a tan suit. Okay, well, now they're back. They're back. And here are some of the uh, Twitter comments like, why is Kamala in a brown suit? Okay, Kamala Harris's stylist really saw that brown uh, chair and she just was sitting in it. Yeah, brown suit is definitely going to make her look great. Kamala should have better color coordinate. You know what? I'm, I'm going to... Uh, She's the vice president of the United States. As far as I'm concerned, she's next in line if anything happens to our current president. Uh, and her job is to be present. And uh, it's not a fashion contest when you're at the height of the political uh, 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 game in this country. Correct. Yes. And so, and so instead of thinking... You know, so negatively, you know, she got on a brown suit and with a in a brown chair. Look, they somehow or another they thought about that before the event actually happened. People think about they think they plan they these things it. out, yeah. right? Yeah. Now the theme was supposed to be Ukraine, and that's why I guess Nancy Pelosi wore blue. But did you say uh the vice president had on a pin or something that represented. She had on the yellow uh, pin, yellow ribbon. Correct. So yes. now imagine if she had worn a yellow suit or a blue suit, they still would have had something to talk about. Why but is she politicizing this whole situation with Ukraine by wearing their colors? And so people, you have to understand the vice president is a smart black woman and she knew what she was doing when she wore that brown suit. That's why we're brown today. That's why we have on brown. Okay. And also, um, 
I started a hashtag. We started a hashtag on Twitter, which is hashtag wear brown the number four Kamala. Wear brown the number four Kamala. And on Friday, this Friday, we want you to either tweet it, retweet it, or wear brown. We are wearing brown today because yes. that she is our feature and we are in support of her vice presidency. Yes. And also on the, since it's Women's History Month, um, I thought it was very interesting uh, to kind of research the succession of uh, our current president uh, and he's leading with women. So in order of um, uh, his succession line, he has Vice President Kamala Harris, then next is House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, next is Senator Patrick Leahy, and then next is Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, and then the sixth is uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. So there are three women and three men on that list, um, including the president. But So it's I, just, I really... It's a first to see that many women in the succession line for the president of the United States. That there was a, another good first to point out. Right. Because, like you said, if something happens to Joe Biden, regardless of what you think about her uh, choice of colors in her clothing, despite what you think about how she rose to power, despite what you think about her background, her family, her schooling, you know, that she went to Spelman here in Atlanta, despite all of that, what you can't change is the fact that if Joe Biden croaks today, she becomes the president of the United States. Yes. And, and she maybe really that's hard to grasp for some people. <laughs> you go like, I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. Boy, they. <laughs> They just, they just can't get with the program. So we want to talk about Miss Harris, and I'm going to do just a little, uh, uh, little background on her, and that is that she was born October the twentieth. 1964, and she is an American politician and attorney who is the 49th and current vice president of the United States. She is the first female vice president and the highest ranking female official in U.S. history, as well as the first African-American and first Asian-American vice president. She's a member of the Democratic Party, and she served as the Attorney General of California from 2011 to 2017. Okay. Harris became vice president upon being inaugurated in January of 2021 alongside President Joe Biden. You know, and that in itself, January 2021 is 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 a month that none of us will ever forget. No. Uh, with a lot got packed into that month. Storming of the Capitol, mm -hmm. and however however you want to slice that bread, 
we all saw it on television, live, right? Yes. All over the world, it was viewed. Okay. Um, she defeated a president uh, uh, serving with President Biden, having defeated the, I gotta say this, incumbent president Donald Trump and Vice President Mike Pence. Okay. Now, born in Oakland, California, Harris graduated from Har uh, Howard University and the University of California Hastings College of Law. Did you know that, Dana, the Hastings College of Law? Yeah, I did. Yes. Okay. She began her career in the Alameda County District Attorney's Office before being recruited to the San Francisco District Attorney's Office. Um, and she served as the junior U.S. Senator from California from 2017 to 2021. Okay. Um, and so we honor uh, Kamala Harris. Um, there's more information about her background, her family, and uh, where she came from and the struggles that she went through. Uh, again, when you are determined, Dana, when you yeah. are determined, and you have the type of family that supports you, then there's no limits. There's no bounds to what you can accomplish. Would you not agree? Totally agree. I think determination and passion uh, and tenacity, I love the word tenacity, um, and evolution uh, are um, an exploration. I mean, she obviously, you know, started in um, with going to law school, but then, you know, she found her path and found that politics was where she wanted to actually make change um, and then got to be the second uh, black female senator. Um, uh, I mean, just a trailblazer. She just uh, kept on going and then to reach the, the you know, White House with the, with the president to be the vice president, the first African-American and Asian-American vice president in our history um, is a supreme accomplishment. Yes, it is. And that's what we should focus on. Again, you know, I, uh, I wanted a, a particular guest to come on tonight. Um, and after she explained to me, you know, her experience with some other women who um, spoke negatively of Kamala Harris, and she just couldn't find herself to continue to support that organization. And I too have had um, someone say something to me that was disparaging about Kamala Harris. And I had to pull their coattail on and say, look here, you know, you can say that when you're amongst your friends uh, uh, by yourself. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm a woman, I'm a black woman. And the words that you use against Kamala Harris is offensive to me. You know, respect me um, for being what I am. And I support Kamala Harris. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean, Dana, that I agree with everything she may have, have, have done um, in her rise. But who am I, you know, to feel like she shouldn't be where she is? No. She's where she's supposed to be. She earned it. She earned it. Yes. She earned it. Mm hmm. She earned it. Yes. And so 
Um, we were very happy to be able to bring this particular episode of Trip of Change uh, 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 in celebration of uh, National Women's History Month. We've got some other episodes coming up where we will talk about um, uh, women that we admire. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to talk about um, women in business. I've got a couple of them lined up. I got a, I got a good one out of, out of Orlando, Florida. Okay. Yay! Yay, Orlando, well, Florida. I see you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Um, Great. And also in support of of our co-host and producer, we're going to talk about International Day of Forest. And mm. yes, yes, so you can highlight your goal to visit all these national parks and what that actually means as part of that trip of change. Yes. I had an opportunity to experience it with my good buddy. Okay, being up in the mountains in Death Valley, you know, you think about Death Valley, you think about the uh, stage coaches and the uh, wagons going across the West, and but no, it was it was a quite an experience. So we're going to talk to Dana about International uh, Day of Forest, and then we're going to round out the month talking about arts and fashion and uh, theater things that are going on in the theaters. Okay. And so yeah, an exciting month ahead, exciting month ahead. And we're just getting started here. And uh, to get in touch with either me or Dana, there's our contact information. We would love to hear from you um, about anything that we've already spoken on, get some of your comments uh, if you have any ideas or suggestions of things that we can focus on, there's our contact information. Shoot us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Ain't that right, Dana? That's right. That's right. And if you'd like to be on the show too, please uh, send us an email and, uh, and we'll get back to you. We sure will. We sure will. And again, uh, we encourage you to support our podcast. Go out to the website triplechange.com and send us your email address, um, our Instagram, our YouTube, subscribe, 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 like, share, subscribe on our YouTube um, channel. And uh, we would love to see you. Okay. Yes. What else we got? We just have just a big week ahead. Lots of fun things to, to research until we have more things to research. <laughs> We're constantly trying to learn, constantly trying to be educated. Um, we share sources back and forth all the time and uh, um, make sure they're always accredited. Uh, we rely on um, established news, um, uh, uh, news agencies rather than um, opinion pieces. Uh, so um, if there's anything that... Uh, anybody would be interested in learning about, uh, send us uh, some ideas. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. This was a good show. It was a great show. Yes. yes. We did it again. We did it again. We did it again. Yes. We did it again. Yes. Only went out a few times. 
<laughs> but you came back. You came back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was determined. Determined. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the theme of the day. Determined women. Determined women. Yes. Tenacious. 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 Yes. That's right. That's right. We did it. We did it. All right, darling. Well, great to see you virtually. And uh, we will be talking soon. Yes, ma'am. All right. Peace out. Bye. Bye.